You are listening to The Real Men Feel Show with your hosts, Andy Grant and Apio Hunter. Real Men Feel encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having. But you don't need to be a man to join us. The Real Men Feel Show is produced live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern for your growth and enjoyment. Listen to us on podcast platforms including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You can also watch the show on YouTube by visiting realmenfeel.org slash YouTube. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or subscribe on iTunes by visiting realmenfeel.org slash iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at realmenfeel.org and on Facebook, facebook.com slash realmenfeelshow. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Show your support for Real Men Feel by shopping at realmenfeel.org slash swag, by visiting digitaltipjar.com slash realmenfeel, or even text us a tip. You can show some love for Real Men Feel by texting Real Men Feel, that's all one word, to 504-226-5306. You'll receive a link back to complete your tip and choose the amount. This is a weekly program and your reviews, comments, feedback, and participation are welcome during the live show and anytime in our Facebook group, on Twitter, or at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant. Um, really looking forward to tonight. It's uh, a subject matter that's been mentioned in, in a show we did last month and it got a lot of attention, a lot of comments and feedback online. Um, my co-host, Apio Hunter, decided he couldn't make it tonight. Um, it, it was really about the subject matter. He decided that this was just, uh, I don't know, I don't want to put words in it. He just decided it wasn't for him. I'll, I'll leave it at that. So what, tonight's show is all about MGTOW, M-G-T-O-W, men going their own way. And I did a show a month ago with Anthony Simeone on um, some articles he had written on the Good Men Project about this group. And that was the first time I'd heard of it. So um, we did a show with him talking about the group, making it clear that he wasn't in the group um, or group or whatever. We'll find out what it is. <laughs> but I wanted to get some feedback, get some in. So we have a, uh, a gentleman step forward who was involved in MGTOW. And uh, he's here tonight, and we're going to talk to him. So, so welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. And you go by MGTOW Universe. That is correct. Great. And we're going to, for the sake of shorthand, I'm going to call you MU tonight. That works as well, yes. <laughs> okay, great. Otherwise, I'll be stumbling over my own tongue all night, I bet. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, I got to ask the obvious question first. For anyone watching this uh, as a video, as opposed to just listening to the podcast, you, you have a logo up. You're going, again, you're going by MGTOW Universe. You're not using your name. We're not seeing your face. So, so why is that? Um, well, I personally don't mind, but, you know, it's just that some people, um, well, I, I work, but I've notified my boss and, you know, they know where I stand and everything. But, you know, some people go anonymous and I just have the logo up just out of, um, I guess, out of reflex. Uh, I'm not looking my best, um, but normally, uh, normally I don't mind showing my face or whatever, but normally why guys do it or MGTOWs do it is because 
<clears throat> if they have a job and it gets out, uh, then they could lose their job. It certainly has happened with MREs and other MGTOW. Um, so, yeah, basically, it, whenever you have an opinion that's not popular with the consensus, you have a lot to lose if you have a lot to lose. So, so really, um, and it's, well, let's get into this because it, it's, is it a political opinion, societal opinion? Like what, so yeah, what is, is MGTOW a, a group, an organization, uh, a political uh, venue? Like what, what is it? It's basically a philosophy. Um, if you simplify it all down, it's basically you as a man putting yourself first and not doing things uh, because other people shame you to do it. Um, like being a husband or being a father or joining the military or fighting for God and country or, or well, just putting yourself first. In other words, um, society, at least in my observation, um, society really, um, uh, puts it to men when they're boys on, this is what you should be doing. A real man, this real man that don't be a coward, blah, blah, blah. And so on and so forth. So basically MGTOW just says, think before you do something pretty much cool so with with that definition it feels very much in line with with uh, what i share on this show and why i created this and to you know define what being a man means to you don't follow anyone else's definition um the my naming of this as real men feel was wouldn't it be great if what was considered a real man meant that someone who was willing to feel and i don't care what way you feel just that you're willing to feel right and from my viewpoint, putting yourself first, realizing that you're important, uh, not allowing yourself to be shamed, uh, again, that, that feels very much in alignment. Right. So, so there's got to be something beyond that that causes that people to hide. And to, like that can't be you – know, maybe it's a rare opinion to tell a man to put himself first, but I'd, it's hard for me to see that it would get you in trouble. Well, <laughs> we're, we'll – well, people really start to frown their faces is where guys start talking about or going in on women, you know, um, hypergamy and the divorce uh, court and family court and all that other stuff. St- things that everyone sees, but a lot of people, um, uh, I-, I would say, pretend like they don't want to see it. Or rather, they know the truth and they pretend like they don't. So when it comes to, because any opinion uh, that makes women look bad uh, will get shot down quickly, whether it's true or not. It does. It's irrelevant. And get shot down by by women, by society, by the culture. What it? All of them, men, women, uh, culture. Uh, yeah, our society, or at least I live in the states. So in our uh, society, we talk about equality, but. When women f up, we do not like to hold them accountable. At least in my opinion, based on my observations. Okay, and and that that's a good point saying that. So, <clears throat> you you aren't a representative for MGTOW. You're just an individual following this philosophy. Oh yeah, my disclaimer. Okay. Let me first say that when I say women or when I say men, I am not talking about all women or all men. I understand there are exceptions. There are always exceptions. I am talking about. I am uh, when I I'm just talking about my opinion. Um, I'm not a, uh, uh, an authority figure. I'm not a representative. I'm not running for office. I'm not doing any of that stuff. All right. So, so can you share what got you involved with MGTOW to begin with? 
Absolutely. Uh, I started out with PUA. Uh, for those who don't know, PUA is uh, Pickup Artist. Uh, it's basically back then, uh, 2000, 2001, it was actually called Dating Science. Uh, it's basically finding game theoretical um, strategies or using game theoretical strategies on getting laid, pretty much, if you want to simplify it down. Um, having, knowing how to hold a conversation, being funny. Um, uh, they call it today... Um, uh, uh, holding your frame and all the other stuff. So I did that for about six, seven years. Um, and I, and I can use any words I want, right? Yep. Is there any, is there any words that are no, no, you can okay. do whatever you want, man. Okay. So, um, I used to go out, I want to say four or five days a week. Um, and you know, as they say, any, you know, too much of anything is a bad thing, right? Okay. Well, pussy is the same way. You know, too much of it, you're going to, at some point, at some point, you're going to be looking at yourself in the mirror like, what am I doing with my life? And that's what, that's the moment I had, uh, I had, you know, what am I doing? You know, I'm taking myself away from computer programming and, and all the other stuff. Um, is this really who I am? And this, is this really all that I want to accomplish? So I left that behind, I want to say 2008-ish, 2007, 2008-ish. Um, and it just so happened I was going to the poker going to a poker tournament and then the hotel I was in, I turned on the TV and it was on Fox business. And there was this guy named Mark Rudolph, the no nonsense man. And he was basically, and this is on Valentine's day, by the way. And he was saying boycott Valentine's day. Now, of course, in my mind, I was always thinking this stuff since I was a teenager, but people uh, will get, especially women are quick to try to, uh, say that you're crazy, you don't know what you're talking about, you're weird, blah, blah, blah. And here's a guy that's twice my age saying the exact same thing. Okay, so maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe I'm not this weirdo or whatever. And then from there, he had a podcast. He had a gentleman um, by the name of Tom Likas. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Likas 101. Another radio personality, uh, very strong. Another guy that was saying everything that was on my mind. Uh, he goes in on women you know, holds them accountable saying that it's not smart for a guy to get married. That's the very first time I heard a man over their airwaves saying that it's not smart for men to get married. And he went into why, and then women will call him cussing him out and blah, 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 blah. From there. Um, he, uh, I don't know if he actually did it, but people would post his videos on YouTube. And one of the recommendations from there was a gentleman named Barbarossa. Um, his channel name is Barbar, B-A-R space B-A-R. And so he goes even deeper than that, you know, about male disposability and how marriage is just a business and family court is a business and all that stuff. And that's when, this is around 2012, and that's when my eyes really opened up because I hadn't even thought about a lot of this stuff. Um, and yeah, you know, 2012, I would say that's when I became a MGTOW. So... Go ahead. Hmm. <clears throat> so, chasing pussy got boring, tired you out, made you question what's going on. Right. So, and then you start hearing guys talking about that that women are just out to get you, and marriage is a scam, and don't fall for the trap. Well, um, yes, a couple of those things, but um, as far as women out to get you, well, yes and no. Um, while yes, there are women that are there are some of these women out here that are trying to sperm jack you or 
trying to uh, or will lie and say that they're on the pill or whatever and then you get them pregnant and you know as a man that's your ass sure i i am reluctant to go down that route of women coming to get you because women can't do anything unless you as a man allow it to happen so for instance women can't take you to court if you don't get involved and I think that's the difference between MRAs and, and MGTOW, where uh, MRAs try to fix the system from within and MGTOW say, fuck the system. This shit is trash. I'm out. So meaning you, you just, you don't have any social interaction with women? Oh, absolutely. Friends of family, um, coworkers. I have female friends. Um, but as far as talking about dating and marriage and, and the, the Walt Disney fairy tale? No, that's done. That's a wrap. So is is this kind of an asexual philosophy? Um, I you know, that's a good question. Me personally, um, I don't know I'm not quite at the monk level, uh what we call MGTOW monks, but at the same time, I don't really go out pursuing women for sex. And haven't done so for two and a half, three years. So while it's on my mind and, and, um, and I want to do it, I just, it's just, I I just, I just stop myself every single time. So it it sounds like MGTOW was kind of a defensive posture for a man. Um, like like to avoid getting pulled into court to avoid getting tricked into being a husband. I'm going to, I'm not going to be involved. I'm not going to date. I'm not going to have sex. Well, again, well, well, there are some MGTOWs that do have sex. I just want to make that clear. Not all MGTOW are MGTOW monks. I would say even most MGTOWs are probably not MGTOW monks. And that's fine, too. I mean, there is risk. Me, personally, I always take the stand of if you want to do the whole pump and dump thing, okay, but understand the risks. You know, this whole Me Too, hashtag Me Too um, thing that's going around and, um, pardon me, and this uh, Time's Up, thing and there's just so many risks so yeah i would say it's a a defensive posture Hmm. so if well let let me i'm gonna back up so that what all i ever heard about migtah was it's this group of guys that blame women for everything so is is that at all accurate or is that a common misconception um, there are some guys out there, some MGTOW, some men, some MRAs, some PUAs that do blame women for everything. But again, um, I disagree with that because a woman can't do anything to you unless you get involved. Like women as a whole cannot make men as a whole do anything. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the best they could do, the best a woman or a group of women could do is employ men or cry to men or make some sort of plea to men that are in power to do something to other men. So for instance, a, a single mother going to the courts on the father, right? She can't make him directly do anything, uh, make, him, uh, make him pay uh, her money or anything like that. She has to go to the courts or go to the cops to do it on her behalf. They call it violence by proxy. <clears throat> so I definitely have heard and, and agree with the stance that the family courts and um, divorce and custody issues have, have always been slanted towards um, women. Right. And so instead of trying to, to fight or fix that, your, your MGTOWers just, just 
put their hands up. I'm just not even, not even going to play that game. Not going to try to fix it. I'm just done. Right. But the reason why is because people, you know how people feel about women. You know that it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter if you say I'm black, I'm from the hood. So if I, if I was to go into like, say, uh, women say, well, men and women should ex- get, just get together and come up with solutions. So if we have some sort of summit, some black women, black or African-American summit, and I go up there in front of, let's say, 100 women and say, well, some of the problems with our children, our black children, especially black men, um, is that they're being raised by single mothers and 70% of them are being raised by single mothers. How do you think those women will take that? Not very well. It's true. Not very well. Now, as far as petitioning the government and trying to fix the system, well, women are the majority of voters. So the question becomes, are women going to vote against their uh, own self-interest? I haven't seen any evidence of that. Women are not going to take away something from themselves to give them in for the sake of equality. I have seen no evidence of that ever. So... And then, of course, the politicians, they want to stay in power. They know that women are the majority of voters. So, of course, they're going to be pandering to women and so on and so forth. You had Obama a few years ago talking about the, uh, the wage gap when it's been destroyed over and over and over. And here he is spewing the same crap when I don't know if he knows uh, if it's not true or not. But him as a politician, he can't go against uh, the voting majority. Just like the uh, uh, TV shows, where you see all these shows geared towards women. Women pay the advertisers' bill. Women watch TV. They buy. They they buy a whole lot of crap from the store. What is it? Women control what eighty percent of spending power or something like that. Um, so of course, when you look on TV, they have to take care of their primary demographic. So of course, you're not going to have someone from the mainstream uh, media come out and, and and giving it to women like they do to men. That's just, it, it is what it is. So that's why MGTOW says, well, I can do that. MGT, uh, MREs have been doing it for 30 years and they've gotten nowhere. Or MGTOW, I could just do my own thing and just not play. If I don't play, I don't get screwed. Hmm. So does, does, is, is that philosophy sustainable for, for years and for decades? It, it seems like you're, you're deciding to cut yourself off from a big part of, of your life experiences. It is sustainable for the person. For society, no. No, it's not. <laughs> if you have men dropping out of society, that's not good for society because kids are not getting born. People are not getting married. Um, people are probably not buying houses or overpriced houses or fancy cars or any of that stuff. Um, none of that is probably happening. Uh, but as far as the man himself, absolutely. Because in my opinion, from what I've seen from men, when they're not trying to chase women or try to impress women, men are very cheap, myself included. It's when, <laughs> it's when they're trying to impress women when they go to these expensive dinners, they start trying to get these big houses and expensive cars and all that other, especially jewelry. If men don't chase women, the jewelry industry is done. <laughs> so all of that stuff, yeah. And do and you really can see yourself uh... – not being in a relationship, not having a romantic relationship, um, not having an intimate partner for, for, you know, the rest of your life. Absolutely. I mean, once upon a time, I would say no, um, but it's a process. I mean, it doesn't happen overnight. I've been in MGTOW since 2012. So I want to say over that journey, I want to say the first two years is 
probably the hardest because you know the truth. You know what the court system is. You know how women think. Well, most women, rather. Of course, I'm not talking about all, the, all women, as I said. Um, and you know that the system, there's a system in place for you as a man to get fucked up, to be, to be quite blunt. Um, but you still want sex. You still want to be consoled. You still want uh, a woman to tell you that I love you and all the other stuff. So it, it's a process. Um, it takes, I, it, it's, it's a cleansing, I guess you would say. But yes, for me at this point in my life, absolutely. So if, if a coworker, if you met uh, a female at work or you introduce and someone just, a woman just seems to be charming the shit out of you and you, you feel an attraction emotionally, physically, you're just like, nope, shut this shit down. Not First, well, well, even if I wanted to have a relationship, I wouldn't get involved with anyone at work. One, because of hashtag me too. Um, two, even if there was no hashtag me too, um, if it goes bad and most relationships go to shit, then now you have to work around this person or, and, and that's awkward, or she could, it's, you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position. So no, even if I wanted to have a relationship, it would never be from a woman that worked. Okay. So have you, um, have you ever been in a long-term relationship or been engaged or been married or anything like that? Long-term, yes. Married or engaged, no. Um, longest long-term relationship I've been in was six years. Okay. And did that have any good moments? Oh, absolutely. I had a lot of good moments. I had a lot of great moments. Had a lot of bad moments too, but a lot of great moments. Okay, great. So, so it, I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. So, so it seems like based on a few bad moments that you decide to, to cut off a major part of your life. No, um, because it's not just the moments. It's just the thinking that goes behind it. Like why women do what they do. And of course, the and even if, MGTOW Universe has like a bad relationship and if I'm bitter, that doesn't change the fact of you living in a system that's made to fuck men up. That's, that's two separate things. Um, but as far as I'm, me being MGTOW, it's not because I'm bitter or relationships didn't work out. It's just I have better things to do with my time than to just manage women and their emotions. So does that, does that mean that you don't have emotions? Well, <laughs> well, no, I have emotions, but I mean like managing. Okay. So I don't, managing women in their pettiness, in my experience, again, women tend to be very petty. You know, I've had women that got mad at me for, uh, for getting to take out the trash, right? That's his own level of stress. Um, but it's something that you have to deal with on a daily basis. Um, I call it bitch management. You know, it's just, you have to do these steps to keep women uh, from um, screwing you over. But at the, the problem with bitch management is that it's not, that is not sustainable. Um, and you're going to just be stressing yourself out trying to keep a woman in control. Now, for those of you who are listening in the future, um, you're probably going to be saying to yourself, well, why does a woman need to be controlled? Well, any man that's ever dated a woman, I guarantee, well, I can't guarantee, but he could probably tell you that women do things, a lot of things that doesn't make much sense. Um, but they do them anyway. 
Like I've seen all of my relationships ended because the woman just wasn't feeling it anymore. It went stale, whatever, whatever. No, it, it was just, it, it didn't end badly or anything. It just went stale. But I have seen where women have destroyed entire families because she was bored. Or rather, they would say, I'm no longer happy. The Sparkins are there. Uh, there's no more chemistry, blah, blah, blah. Well, she doesn't want to see his face. She hates his face. I'm going to take the kid and you go pay child support for X amount of years. Right? So why even go through all of that? Why even put yourself in that position? Right? It's nice. It's nice to, it, it would be nice if women and men thought exactly the same and we and men wouldn't have to deal with pettiness. Like, um, I've only been with one man. I got to jump on some different dicks before I turn 35. Right. I have heard women say that. So you have to deal with pettiness with women. And that's it's extremely frustrating. But yeah, women, of course, have emotions. And, but, and I've heard plenty of men say, I better get laid a lot more before I settle down and get married, too. So, I mean, it's. Right. But but uh, a woman gets, isn't getting destroyed in court while a man is doing that, though. OK, so does it does it primarily come down to to the court, to the legal system, feeling so slanted that you just don't, aren't going to risk these things? For me personally, no. It's for me, the root is male disposability. No matter what model you choose, the traditional model, the feminist model, or whatever model, men have to be disposable. Men have to pay into a system, but even qualify to even date or, or to marry a woman. And then he has to work and pay to stay in that relationship. And assuming if she is not petty, if she's not petty, then he has to do that indefinitely and we're not even talking about kids and he has to do this with all of these risks of at any point saying that uh uh see going to the cops and saying that he beat her ass because she hates his face and she doesn't want to see him anymore but she's trying to figure out how to get out of this relationship um it, it that's male disposability is the root of the problem hmm. it to me so, so even if you take even if you take out the legal system male disposability will still be an issue Right. And so you think it's kind of, it's a lost cause. There's no way to fix that. No, because people have a, uh, people favor women. That's why people, that's why women get on TV and say, that's why people take women being whistled at when they walk down the street more seriously than um, um, genital uh, mutilation with boys. Or they take man-spreading more seriously than male suicide, right? It's not even in the same universe in terms of importance, but what you see on TV, man-spreading, mansplaining, hashtag me too. Uh, I had sex with this man 30 years ago. I didn't like it. He raped me. That's what you see. Um, as far as uh, prostate cancer and things that affect men, you don't really see that stuff on TV. I mean, I guess you have, so, you may, they, every once in a while, they have someone that may be a men's rights activist and you may see it there. But other than that, nah. So people is, don't care about men, in other words. Even men? Most men, I would say most men don't even care about men, to be honest with you. Now, when, not as long as there are a, a, a woman around. I've seen I've seen men do act funny when there's a woman in the room. When there's no, I, that's why I tell women I really wish women could hear the conversations men have when there's no women and children around. It is brutal. There is no pandering. There's no white knighting. There's none of that. It's brutal. 
and people don't and people know it's brutal men know it's brutal that's why you see that's why when a man when a woman slaps a man people laugh and when a man defends himself another man jumps in threatening to kill him now what are we going to do um as a society about that there's nothing that people are going to do about that ever so it, it feels like this is a uh quite a fatalistic and depressive outlook um well that depends on the person i mean well I, if you're saying you're you're saying all these problems and are they not are they not legitimate problems no but well you're you, i'm hearing extreme versions of what i see um mm -hmm. you know no one cares about men and to, like i i don't see that that's not my experience um but i i can't imagine being a man and having the belief that no one gives a shit about me mm -hmm. that like why why the fuck get up why why go to work <laughs> like if really if you really believe no one cares what's the fucking point well because you're living for yourself you're not living for anyone else you're not living for society you're not living for women you're not living for another man's child you're not living for god and country you're living for yourself um now let me ask you a question do you think the legal system cares about men <sighs> No, the, so the disposability of men is is a real issue. Okay. But, but um, man, I just don't think retreating from it is the answer. Because um, I am seeing uh, progress, and I do see guys stand up, and I do see laws get changed, and it gets changed slowly. But, you know, there are dads winning custody. There are single dads raising kids. So um, I, I see progress where it sounds like you were saying that just it's, that's an illusion perhaps. If you want, if you're, <laughs> yes, there are single dads out there. I mean, but they're sprinkles compared to the sea of single moms. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you, if you, if you're a father, uh, you're a man, and you want to have a child, you're, it's a good chance you're going to be put on papers. Now to prevent uh, you from being put on papers, you're going to have to do some research or have quite a bit of money for a lawyer. That's extra time, extra money that I really, I'd rather not. Why even play that game when I don't have to? I mean, I wish I could live in a world uh, where we didn't have to, you know, do like this legal chess crap with the family court, but that's, that's what it is. There's a reason why women get custody over children a hell of a lot more than men. And, and so what's that reason? I believe that reason is people just favor women. Women are non-threatening, or at least the perception of it. People have this notion of, oh, well, if the women came from her, then she's more suited to be a caregiver. Now, I don't have any kids, um, so what do I know about child support? I only know from what I've seen from other men, and every guy that I know that I would consider a friend or acquaintance, they're on papers. And once upon a time, their girlfriend was the nicest person in the world. But years down the road, you see a complete 180. Slowly but surely, she gets there. The question, I, the question I would encourage men to ask themselves is, is this something, the, the, the family court system, if you want a child, is that something you think is worth undertaking? Fighting with the mother, dealing with cops, dealing with court cases and missing work time out of work, dealing with judges, paying money, dealing with people who work for the state who don't, who don't care about you as a father. Um, do you want to undertake that? And every man has to answer that for himself. So it, in, this, in this this worldview kind of is, feels like it's assuming that there's a 99.9% .9 divorce rate. 
even if there's a 1% uh, chance of divorce rate, when men get raped, men of means, when they get, uh, uh, when they get divorce raped, they get destroyed. So the question I have to ask myself, okay, well, if there's a 1% of this happening to me, let's say if I make 50 grand a year, if there's a 1% of this chance of this happening to me, what do I get? What, what are my benefits versus the risk? What, happen, what do I get if this works versus what do I stand to lose if it doesn't work? And again, most relationships go to shit. So men get destroyed. They, go ahead. So that, that's why I asked earlier. So in your long, your six-year-long relationship, there were there were there were highlights. There were good times. Absolutely. So your your view is that the, the risk of of a shitty ending outweighs any good feelings in the process. And the only reason, <laughs> the, even though my exes were petty, they were not petty enough to sperm jack me because they had plenty of opportunities they were not petty enough to go to the cops and say i beat the shit out of them false allegations even though they could have uh they did not go to the cops and say that i raped them even though they could have all of those things i'm vulnerable against and there's nothing i could do about that whether the woman is, has a good hand on her shoulders or she doesn't you're still at risk and certainly the guy's that has been accused of those things, I'm sure they can say, especially the husbands, I'm sure at one point they could say she wasn't like that. She was a kind-hearted person. So again, as a man, you have to ask yourself, is is it worth the risk? So would, and you're just speaking for yourself, but I, you know, I know you have a show you talk, you've certainly talked to more MIG towers than I have. Um, Would the general consensus of, of MIG towers be that any guy taking that risk is just an idiot? Any guy taking that risk and knows the risk and knows that he's getting very little to no benefit um, is not doing something that's intelligent. And I have yet, and I've been saying this for six years, I have yet to hear anyone come up with an argument that putting themselves in harm's way like this, when there are so many traps, so many traps that men could fall through that it's an intelligent thing to do. I have yet. You, you, do you remember this video game? It was back in the early 90s where there was like this knight. He had like a sword and then there was like uh, like a thousand some ways to die. Like he would take a step and he would like fall through like a trap door or something. It was an arcade game. I feel like, um, I forgot the name of that game. I feel like that's what it is for men when they get involved with women. There's just so many things. Let's forget about uh, hashtag me too, right? The woman could call the cops and say that uh, you beat her ass. You don't have a mark on you. She won't have a mark on her. Nothing at all. And then there's some states have a mandate where they say if someone calls the cops about a domestic disturbance or domestic violence, somebody has to go to jail. And it's usually the person that are bigger, big, that is bigger and stronger, which nine, out of time, nine times out of 10, or probably 99 times out of 100, it's the guy. And I know a lot of guys that's been locked up over some BS because the woman was being petty. She hated his face. She wasn't in the mood uh, <laughs> uh, or whatever. I mean, you give women the power to do whatever, whenever. And of course, of course. So no, it's not intelligent for men to take on that risk when there's no or very little to no benefit. No. Are you ever lonely in this lifestyle? I used to be. So that's that's the part that took that took some practice. Yes, I mean it's a it's 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 a journey. 
I mean, you're, you're cleansing yourself of, of uh, being a dependent on a woman for valid, uh, being dependent on for female validation. I validate, my, I validate myself, not a woman. And when a man gets to that point, he, he has a, he's not subject to all of these, these traps, these booby traps, as I like to call them. So, so when did MGTOW, has, has it been around a lot longer than I, I've just heard of it like in the past year, probably. Uh, has um, it been around a long time or? The philosophy of MGTOW has been around probably forever. I mean, they're just guys that just want, don't want to get involved for whatever. They have their reasons. Um, but as far as the actual label, I hear that it was created back in 2002, 2003-ish, somewhere around there. And, um, and is there a leader or a founder that, that – no? No, there's no – pardon me. There's no leader. There's no uh, authority figure. There's no council of McDowell's or there's no pol political party or anything like that. At least not, not that I know of. Okay. Because that's one thing I've, I've often heard this tied to uh, kind of the alt-right and things like that. Um, so that's just, again, perhaps just some individuals. Well, there's <laughs> – I try to stay out of political stuff. But there are those MGTOW that are clear – that they make, they make it clear that they're Republican. That's fine. You know, you do what you want. You're, it's, your, it's your life. You do what you want. Um, then – I see people that say, well, anything that's not mainstream is all right, right? There's a whole, there are a bunch of uh, straight white male, cis white male, or whatever it is SJW says. I'm like, well, if I look at my arm here, it's not white, and I'm not Republican, so what are you talking about? Um, I would say the uh, majority of MGTOWs are not alt right. But of course, different people, different walks of life, of course. And do you physically get together with other MGTOWers? Is this primarily like a kind of a virtual philosophy and sharing or? Primary, for me, myself, I just, no, I just stay, it's online only. Okay. I mean, I've heard of MGTOWs having MIG, uh, meetups in different countries, um, but no, not me. So it's not as if um, male friendship, the, a bond of MGTOWers isn't really replacing traditional relationships with women. Well, no, because uh, as far as I know, most MGTOW are not gay. But as far as creating a uh, relationship like friendships and stuff, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, that's what I meant. Like just getting oh, that. Okay. No, I, I wasn't trying to imagine some mass MGTOW orgy or something. But just the uh, – <laughs> again, because I, I mean I, 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 most relations – like getting laid and wanting a relationship are different things in, in my eyes. So I'm yes. more wondering, like, so what is that, you know, the, the feeling supported, the nurturing, the having someone you can tell anything to, the, you know, the notion that guys have your back, um, does that exist? or Absolutely. I mean, a lot of these guys, myself included, um, we didn't have a space in our entire life where we can really unload and say whatever is on our mind without there being some sort of blowback, right? If you tell, I was raised by a single mother. And so if I was to tell my mom what's really on my mind, I mean, really on my mind, like I would like a, a best friend, she would never look at me the same. So it's nice to have um, a camaraderie of men where we could talk about anything, even the darkest places 
um, that you could ever think of, right? Sometimes it gets really dark and that's very honest. And um, it's nice for men to just, uh, just talk about it, kind of like therapy, I guess. So you mentioned you were raised by a single mom. Do mm-hmm. you, do you, does, does, does that mean you see your mom was, was out to, you know, trick and bamboozle your dad? No, no. Um, I don't know who my dad is. Um, but my mom, here's what I can say about my mom. She wasn't really out there in the streets like that. Right. They didn't, she didn't, she didn't belong to the game as we like to say in the hood. So what that means is your mom going out to the clubs and, uh, hopping on hopping from dick to dick and so on no my mom was not a thought uh as far as my memory goes now before i was born i don't know right that's not something she's not going to tell me of course and that's just something i don't know but i can only go by what i see and you know she made she's made mistakes um and because she's a single mom and it is what it is i can honestly say my mom um is an exception when it comes to single moms. Okay. In my opinion. So so most single moms that I've met and that I see speak um you know, it doesn't sound like they want to be single moms. They would rather be a family. Um so when you mentioned earlier if you talked to a big group of single moms and said, you know, society's a mess because so many kids are raised by single moms, I, you know, I think they'd agree. There's a reason why there are so many single moms and there's so many men that are on papers. And it's not because the guy was cheated. It's not because the woman got her ass beat. You know, so women could tell me whatever, but there's a reason why there are so many damn single moms and so many men are on paper. I mean, sure. Did some of those, has some of those women, women been battered and they had to get away? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, and my, again, in my experience, my very limited experience, most of these women, they take their kid away from the father because they're bored or they just don't want to listen or they don't want to cooperate or listen to man or whatever. They don't want to do any of that. They just believe they can do it on their own. Uh, let's get this check and I'm going to do whatever I want. That's my experience. Now I don't know about your experience, but yeah. Nope. Thankfully it is not that. I mean, I, 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 I had one experience with, with a woman who, lied and manipulated and did tell the police that I beat her and things like that. But I, you know, um, that was one person, you know, I didn't, it didn't stop me from, um, believing in women, but, you know, looking for a relationship, being open to one. Right. Um, But if, but if, uh, if, if you were, if that woman said that you raped her, right. And if she made some sort of emotional outcry in court, you could be locked up for 10 to 20 years. That could be you. And that certainly has happened to men. Mm -hmm. So that could have been your life. I mean, thankfully it hasn't happened, but that's a very real risk. Hmm. So again, the question has to become is you as a man, do you want to expose yourself to that kind of risk for you to, for companionship or to get laid or for you to be in this position of male disposability? Every man has to answer that question for himself. Okay. So do you feel less disposable now um, as a MGTOWER? Absolutely. I'm not completely <laughs> uh, uh, indisposable, I guess is the word. Because if a draft comes out, then, of course, I have to go, right? It's either go or I get locked up. Um, sure. I mean, yeah, I do feel a lot less or indisposable because I'm not in a position where I am expected to be disposable. Well, I'm not in a- 
So the, la the last time the draft existed in this country, um, it was single guys first. If you were um, married and a father, you were like lower on the draft list. So didn't that imply that you being in a relationship, you as, as, a, as a dad, as a husband, were valued by society? No, because you're still subject to the draft. <laughs> even, even if you're on the lower rung, even if you may be the last of the last to get picked, you're still subject to the draft. And women aren't. It, that's, it is what it is. Well, nobody is now. <laughs> well, yeah, nobody is now. Sure, yeah. absolutely. So uh, the, the other big thing I, I see, again, from afar, and, and the label that's cast upon all of MGTOW is that you're just, you know, you, you hate feminists. Feminists are the enemy. And I always thought feminism meant e equal. Um, the, the same things can happen. And women could be drafted and people get paid the same and just, just equality. So do you have a different definition of feminism uh well what I, from what i see with um feminists is really about female uh, advocacy which I, again i don't mind that long as long as men don't get put through the meat grinder to get it which it usually happens two people love talking about equality as i said before but when women fuck up people do not like to hold women accountable politicians are not going to do it because they need their votes uh tv shows are not going to do it because they need to advertise the dollars so who's going to do it? Men are not going to do it because they're trying to get laid. Men, men will, men, again, in my experience, men are likely to threaten violence against another man instead of tell the woman what's right. And when a man does tell, has the, has the balls to tell a woman what's right and what, where she's fucking up, he's putting himself in real danger if there's another man around or a group of men around. You know, it is what it is. So earlier you kind of stated that like MGTOW is bad for society because if every man um, followed this philosophy, it'd be the end of the human race, really. Yes. So, so is there a big picture? Is there a goal for MGTOW? No, because it's, it's on the individual. It's not – it's a um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Micro strategy, not a macro strategy. Um, I mean, it's only a matter of time before a group of MGTOWs come together and want to do something to change the system, right? I mean, it is what it is. But again, you have to get past hurdle number one, which MRAs have not been able to do. And is, that is, how do we get people, how do we get the masses of people to give a shit about men and their issues? That's, that's priority number one. And MRAs have been stuck there for the better part of 30 years. People just don't care. People know the issues. They don't give a shit. You can't make people give a shit. But, hmm. But, so, but giving up. No, it's not giving up. It's not, it's, it's not giving up. It's not, it's just not playing the game. It's not, it's not like you want to get married and you want to have, okay, again, for me, it's not like I, I secretly want to have a family and I secretly uh, want to have a child and, I realize that I'm in a system, so I just say, fuck it, I'm out. No, I just don't want to play at all. I just don't. It's not, it's not, I'm running from, I'm not running from the system. I'm just choosing to put myself forward. Okay. And, and I guess I'm referring to more the, the big, like, the, the, like, I believe you said earlier that, that society doesn't like men. I think I said society doesn't care about men. Okay. Care if I'm if I'm mistaken, um, if I'm mistaken, I apologize. But yeah, society has made it clear that they don't care about men and their issues.
perfectly clear. How, how could you, what would have to happen for you to um, think otherwise or see that some, a change is happening? Uh, get rid of alimony. Um, let's get rid of, uh, let's hold women accountable. Let's uh, make women um, subject to, to the draft for them to have their voting rights. Um, there's so many things. Um, again, I, I'm not very well versed in the legal system. Uh, but let's not assume that women are better caregivers because vagina. Um, let's not assume that men are more threatening because penis. Let's not have laws in place on domestic violence because um, he's a man and she's a woman. Let's not, let's not white knight for women and go after the man that's defending himself because penis and she's smaller. It's, it's the problem. The legal system is a problem. The thinking the pandering to women, that's the problem. And that's, in my opinion, that's kind of like human nature. There's nothing you can really do about people's thinking, even if you change the legal system. Because you can you can have, you can, you can say, you can write, you can make the law gender, or you can make the law equal between men and women, but if the judges are gonna have like their biases against men and for women. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference. Hmm. You disagree? I just think if if I desire change, that it takes action, and and I do, thinking does get changed. Thinking is changed all the time. If thinking never changed, um, we'd still have slaves. We'd all be growing hemp farms, and you know, think thinking it it doesn't. Societal change might not happen as quickly as, as it should or it needs to, but yeah, change happens. But the thing with women, it comes down, uh, and again, I'm not a biologist or anything, but I think it comes down to like uh, some sort of biological instinct to protect women. And that's why we have these issues where people constantly white knight for women, even if they fuck up and they throw men on the bus, even when he doesn't. And that's, from what I've um, seen, observed, and read in history, that's always been an issue. So yes, while thinking can change, um, when it comes to women, I think it's different because we got to protect these women. So do you, is, is that a thinking that you don't agree with, or is that something that you do believe, that we do need to protect women? No, 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 no. I think, okay. I think no, I don't agree with that. <laughs> okay. But, but there's a reason why people say women and children first. That right. came from somewhere. Yeah. So. Right. Hmm. Hmm. So it's really it's challenging me to to wrap around this to it, it's well I find it just extremely interesting mm -hmm. to have a philosophy that recognizes it's not good for society but isn't taking action to change society. So that's kind of the it's, that's the disconnect I have in my own mind right now. If you're a man that's living for society, you're going to be constantly be put in a dangerous way. Whether you get shipped off to the military or you decide to be a father or, or a husband. I mean, you, you see the same world that I'm seeing. The numerous traps that men could definitely fall into. So if, you're, if you want to have children for the sake of continuing humanity, 
okay, that's fine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even scorn you for doing. I'm not gonna tell you that you're doing a good or a bad thing. I'm gonna tell you that um, it's not an intelligent thing, and I'm gonna break down why. And then I'm gonna watch you not disagree with me. And then I'm gonna watch you try to <laughs> try to talk your way into putting yourself in dangerous way, anyways. Because the court system is so bad, it is obvious. It's obvious. And again, you got it's this philosophy is giving up the idea of changing that. Not giving up is just putting yourself forward. When you're putting yourself forward and you really think about, okay, well, if I want to be a father, again, what are, what are, do I get a net positive or do I yield a net negative um, of attempting to be a father? Well, you have to deal with women. And then you have to deal with the core system. I guarantee you, at some point you got to deal with the core system. Um, assuming that the woman has a good head on the shoulders and she has a good head on her shoulders indefinitely, like her personality doesn't rot over two to five years. <laughs> um, okay, fine. Okay, you have the best. Well, I don't. I won't even say the best because you have to pay a lot of money for a lot of money for kids, and you still have to be disposable in that model. Right. If you're a husband and or a father, it's women and children first, I would imagine. So you're still doing that, even if even if you don't get fucked by the courts, even if the woman is a petty, you still have to be disposable still. And kids are expensive. Of course, again, I don't have kids, but kids are expensive. Most people say, well, they don't, need, they don't cost $250,000 over 18 years. It may not feel like they cost that much, but they cost a lot of money. So, so do, do you have any friends that have kids? I do. All of them. And do, do any of them like that experience or are they all like just complaining about it? Um, well, guys, um, again, when guys get by themselves, at least in my experience, they really go in. I mean, they don't talk bad about their kids because it's kids. They didn't ask to be here. But as far as the position, the, the position that it puts them in for the reason that kid existing, like, well, she told me that, you know, she's going to get pregnant. Now here's this kid. And now I got to work X amount more hours. I got to pick up a second job. I'm always stressed out. She's always stressed out because I'm stressed out. I don't have time for her. I don't really have time for the kid either. This is a shit, shit sandwich situation, right? They're not going to speak ill. of. I have yet to have a person speak ill of the kid because how can you? I mean, they haven't done anything wrong. They didn't well, do, do any of them speak positive? Like, is, is there some pro to that so here they share all the cons like oh this shit happens life changes it gets tougher but is there a positive aspect well like even though that uh what do you mean by positive aspect give me an example like do they ever say like i love my kid it feels great you know if there's some emotional benefit so something that's what i'm after well not all of them i mean some of them says i love all of them say i love my kid but when when you have a couple of the guys contemplating ghosting everyone that speaks for itself because now, yeah, of course the child needs a father, but you didn't want this kid here. You didn't want this kid. You didn't, you still don't want this kid. You care about the kid, but you still don't want this kid. How can I get out of this situation? It's only a matter of time before I'm being put on child support. Um, guys know when their relationship is coming to a close, right? They may have the best hopes, but they know, they know it's only a matter of time. Uh, I know when she takes me to court and puts me on papers or she divorces me and puts me on papers, I'm screwed. 
So I probably should start thinking ahead. And that's why I think a lot of guys, they just ghost. It's unfortunate. It, it is unfortunate that a child um, is really the victim in that situation. But um, again, we have to have incentives for men to want to undertake that risk. And we currently, in my opinion, again, we don't have it. People just tell men to man up, deal with it, be a real man. Step up to the plate is a very popular one. So. So is there, so I, I hopefully we covered a, a lot of different topics and at Absolutely. different depths here. Is there still, is there a big, is there a big misunderstanding about MGTOW that you want to get across that, that I haven't asked about yet? Uh, black MGTOWs are not gay. That seems to be like, uh, <laughs> when, it, when, it, when it, not to bring race in this, but black women, whenever black men do something that black women don't approve of, we are quick to be called gay. Oh, MGTOW must be gay. You must be gay. Oh, well, you don't want to deal with women? Are you gay? Are you thinking about it? Are you curious? I don't know. Maybe that's women projecting. Because I have seen that a lot where women just quit men. They just go to women. I, I don't know. But no, um, at least the MGTOW that I know of are not gay. Not that it matters. I don't have anything against trans or gay individuals. It is what it is. But no. So, um, it's, 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 so to kind of flip that, our... Is this philosophy some something that a, a gay or trans man would be welcome in or could take on themselves, or does that have anything to do with it? I don't have anything against gay or trans individuals, um, but I know I know for a fact there are some MGTOWs that are openly against it. Okay, um, I don't fall into that boat. All right. So it's if, someone, if someone wants if someone wants to ask questions or if they need help or motivation or anything. I'd be more than happy if there, if even if there's a woman, I don't, I don't close myself off a woman like that if they want to have a conversation. So, so the, the, the back to the term, men going their own way is mm -hmm. about men putting themselves first. Yeah, it's about looking at the risks of relationships, of being a father, of being involved with women, looking at it intelligently, yep. and knowing the facts, and then making a decision for you. Correct. That's what it is, means for me. Yes, sir. Right. And uh, since that's what it means for you, does, 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 is, does that seem to carry to most of the people, the, most of the guys that you come across in this? Absolutely. I mean, of course, as with anything, there are exceptions. Um, um, I won't lie to you. There are some MGTOWs that openly hate women, like really, really hate women. Like women are, um, roaches are more valuable than women hate women. Um, I always, they, there's this thing called the red pill rage, right? And it's usually when you realize that the world isn't what you thought it was going to be. And you, men handle it in different ways. You know, some men lash out. Um, some men, they rant and rave and they call people names, primarily women. Um, every man deals with it differently. For me personally, um, uh, it was me making this logo and I, <laughs> I made this logo back in 2014 um, it is just, when I look at the world, it's kind of sad that the world that we offer, offer men and boys, it's really about traps. The only way it could work if, is if you're willing to take on a ton of risks and hope, cross your fingers, that you don't get fucked. And most men will get fucked at some point in his life. 
for me, that's disappointing. Some guys, some guys, it pisses them off. It, it, they get into a rage about it. For me, it was disappointing. And just for the sake of people uh, listening to the podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna read your logo. Okay. So your logo says, "Don't get married, don't have kids, don't have a girlfriend, don't be a fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, 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 yes. All so, risk adventures. So now that sounds harsher than your talking to you gives me a different vibe than than even that. Yeah, the, yeah. I, like I said, I made that during the Red Pill Rage. Um, okay. I still, I, I still believe in that, but you know, I, I am not. When I was at that point, I was more trying to tell men, "Hey, don't do this." And now I'm at the point of, okay, well, if you're gonna do this, okay, but understand the risks. And when you understand the risks and you put your your feelings aside, your sexual instinct to uh, impregnate a woman, and you can step back from that and really think about it and really look at the situation, you really don't, you really, you won't participate in those things, in my opinion. Very interesting. What do you think about MGTOW? Well, what I first heard, I heard the, the extremists. I heard that, yeah, women suck, women are evil, women are roaches, and that's just, that, that's, yeah, that's just too extreme. I, that's not my experience. That's just, that just sounds like, uh, scapegoating and blaming and people not taking responsibility and that it's wow. all someone else's fault. So, but talking to you now, um, you know, like in any movement, in any group, there, there's, there's a, um, a range of people, right? Um, as you said, you can be disappointed, you can be full of rage. Right. And, and I'm guessing it's probably rage moments that, that get a guy to go into this um, well, I've had my rage moments too. Yeah. Um, they haven't been quite as bad as women or roaches, but I've had my moments where I, I look back, you know, back five years, probably one of my earlier videos. I'm like, yeah, I was really going through something that day. Um, so yeah, I've had my moments, not quite like that. Um, I will say this, there's only a matter of time before someone that calls himself a MGTOW or an MRA does something with a weapon. It's only a matter of time, right? It's just the law of large numbers. So when that day comes, then um, that's when I, I believe when MGTOW is going to hit the mainstream media and it's going to be like, well, MGTOW are these violent uh, men that want to kill women or hurt women. And again, there's, um, I forgot, there's like a mathematical rule. It's called I forgot what it's called, but like it's, it basically says out of 100 people, there's that one person that's really, they're really off their rocker. And it's that one person that will, they will judge everyone else. It's just what people do. Yeah. So. And unfortunately, if, if the, the angriest people in, in any situation or cause are normally the loudest, especially online. Right. So, yeah, it's, it, I, that's why the perception of this is not about, uh, male empowerment, you know, I've never gotten the, the, the feeling of, oh, it's about men saying I matter and I put myself first. I, I didn't get the impression that this was about um, male disposability at all, just that all you women suck. <laughs> that, that's right. what it came down to. Right. So, you know, I'm glad to hear it's more, but yeah, I, I agree that there's, yeah, there's real concern, you know, when you're, when there's any, anything that's attracting angry guys that probably aren't admitting that they they felt hurt trapped deceived tricked you know there's some sort of betrayal 
that has happened in their lives um, right. that, yeah, that, that's all going to be expressed in some, uh, you know, unfortunately, some very negative ways. And but I think, I think we as a society, we have to start listening to, to anger men, like, um, because it's just another emotion. I mean, I, I, when a guy gets divorce raped and he has his kids taken away from him and he knows he's going to have to pay into this court system for God, I don't know how long, of course, he's going to be pissed. Of course, he's going to go on a tirade. Um, of course, he's going to go to some very, very dark places, maybe even suicide, maybe even homicide. But when we just tell men to just suck it up and man up, that is not helping him. Right. So um, we should be hearing those men um, and, and, you know, letting them know what their options are, um, letting them know that it's okay, bend it out, talk it, talk it out. It's okay. Instead of just, you know, wagging the finger and says, say, you should have made more effort, be a real man, go away. That's not helping anyone. Right. So. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, that's why I want to have this discussion. I didn't want to go on assumptions. I wanted to open this up. Um, so I, I really want to thank and honor you for stepping forward. And uh, even though a little bit anonymous, you're still willing to be seen and share, share your story, share who you are, share your experiences. And, and I do appreciate that. Um, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So you know, I'm sure we're going to have talk about this subject more because, again, I, we're, we're after the same things. And, and I try to live very openly and authentically. Uh, that's what the show is about. Um, and yeah, there are too many people, there are too many men that are angry and bitter and fuming and are just right, waiting to blow. Right. Um, so yeah, I'd love, and instead of you know, retreating, instead of giving up, instead of just, I'm not, I'm not playing this game, I'd rather try to help people realize maybe it's not a game and there's a different way to look at it and you know, speak up instead of shutting everyone else out. Like I said, we'll see. But so your stance is to fix the system within the system. <sighs> Pretty much. I haven't. I see. I I see progress. So I'm seeing gains that that you aren't. So you're saying you're not seeing. So. No, I'm seeing. No, I'm seeing gains. I'm seeing that there's a lot more single fathers. Uh, than I saw like I want I want to say like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, people, yes. It, so a quick example, I live in Florida. So one of the, I was one of those States or Florida was one of those States where it's like, well, if you call the cops, somebody has to go to jail and it's most likely going to be the man. Cause he's the bigger and the stronger one. They got rid of that. I forgot. I forgot when they got rid of it. Um, so now they just take both people to jail. If no one has any marks or anything. So I guess you could say there's progress. Um, that, that, isn't that equality? Isn't that saying <laughs> you're both taken to jail? Great. Same thing happens. <laughs> women should be treated the same way. So yeah, that's not the ultimate end goal, but yeah, I, that's progress, right? You're not, you're, progress, you're not just yeah. carted away because you're the man. Yeah. Right. Great. Is that enough? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as, as long as there's women groups and people, they have their reservations with women. Is there ever going to be true equality? I say no. Yeah. I really don't see it. Um, because men, men and women, they just love the white knight for women. A woman playing victim gets so much attention and so much money, so much. And a man that really is a victim, he's just told, fuck off, be a man, be a real man. Step up to the plate. Don't be a coward. As long as we're in that headspace, we as a society, nah. 
jury quality will not exist. All right. Well, yeah, I just think that, yeah, only, society changes by society coming together, not by different groups just retreating. You think MGTOW are retreating? Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's what I get from this. You're like, I'm, you're not doing it. You're just, that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, that, that's the translation that's happening in my head. Yeah. Mm. But retreating implies that you want to play the game, you're just choosing not to. Yeah, I'm taking my ball, I'm going home. No, there's no game here. So, like, if, if I want to change the rules of football, and, but I'm just like, fuck it, I'm not playing football anymore. I'm not touching that. Well, then it's not going to change. Well, that implies that you still want to play football. <laughs> if you don't want to play football, then you're, you're not saying that. I, I got to believe that the majority of guys in MGTOW want a relationship at some level. I agree with that. I actually agree with that. You know, as Barbara would say, most MGTOW are one blowjob away. I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. I actually agree with that. Um, and I would say people like me are in the minority. I will agree with that. So that's what I mean. That's, that's all it is. It's, uh, I, again, only talked to you so far, um, but it just, you know, for me to say, you know, to give up on, it's, you know, it's not, it's because it's, it's beyond the court system. I don't, you know. Um, you can have bad experience with that and not want to risk it. I, I can get that. But I just would think over time, you know, we're human beings. We want connection. Um, you know, that's why I was asking, do you, you know, physically get together and see other guys and have, you know, physical contact? And, and I don't mean sexual. I just mean like, you know, a slap right. on the shoulder, a handshake. Just so good. Right. I'm, I'm with a human being, you know, because um, I think retreating, retreating from women and then also retreating from other men uh, just makes that that individual's mental health, uh, emotional health, just uh, the propensity for that to come become worse is is just. I, don't, I wouldn't say MGTOW retreating from other men. Well, if, all, if interactions are online, you know, if if well, if, the reason why the reason why MGTOW are anonymous are very real reasons. There's very real world consequences for having. Um, an extreme, like everything, if I was a politician running for office and if I showed my face here and if you posted that video on YouTube, my, my political career would be over. Right. So I understand why MGTOW or even MREs also, they want to be anonymous. You know, people are just not, even, again, it, the family court system, the divorce court system, it is obvious. Everyone sees it. But if you're a man that's stating it, you're in trouble. If you have something to lose, you're in trouble. Big trouble. You disagree with that? It's just tough for me to grasp. Yeah. And, and, and not, not even grasp. It's like, wow, that's not a world I want to live in. That's really what it comes down to. I agree. But you see, but you see what's happening with like, uh, uh, with, you, have, you heard of Jordan Peterson, right? I've heard the name. I don't. That's all I know. I've never okay. watched his stuff. So basically, I think he's like a college professor or whatever. Um, he does these lectures at universities. And now they have labeled him with the alt-right sticker. Even though that, I would say most of the things he said, he's spot on. He was completely wrong about MGTOW by calling them pathetic weasels. But that's a different discussion. Um, <laughs> they've, they've slapped that alt-right sticker on him because he speaks about, he speaks on things that are not popular. He gives popular, unpopular opinions, even though they're statistically right, based on actual evidence, 
people don't want to hear it because their feelings is somewhere else. What can you do? What, what can you do? How can you fix a system where people believe, inherently believe, that women are victims and men are perpetrators? You, you show them otherwise. How do you show them? I don't know. But, it, but I do know it's not by, it's not by giving up. That's just, that's what I think. Right? Uh, the, the most, most judges, most politicians and most judges are all men. So how can, you know, how can it be, you know, a female created issue keeping men down if men are, you know, in the control of those systems? Because men are elected by the voting majority and voting majority are women. And as we, and, and again, in my opinion, most men don't care about men. Now, now other MGTOW has gone into biological reasons. Maybe, you know, it's tournamenting for, for women or whatever. I don't know. I'm, I don't really get into that. Um, but yeah, I have seen many times where uh, men will just destroy other men because there's a woman around. They, they will. I mean, if you have a voting majority of women that's putting you in office, you have to please your voting majority. If you're a politician, you can't, you can't be like, you can't have 72 or let's say 51% of women vote you in and then say, Oh, um, we're going to do away with child support because it's unfair to men. Or we're going to reform it because it's, un it's currently unfair to men. You will not get elected a second term. I promise you that doesn't matter what state it, it just will not happen. You can, you certainly can't be a president. Um, well, even though Donald Trump has said the things he said and yeah, women still I, voted for him. Yeah. So uh, that, that's a, the living example of kind of challenging this point that, you, you know, women won't vote for you if you aren't just all pro women. Cause you know, he, well, he has done things, um, crap, I forgot what they were, but he has done some pro women things. Yes. He said what he said. Um, but I don't know. It's certainly a risk, at the very least, if you're a politician going against women thinking. That's yeah. certainly, yeah. Right. Yeah. If you, if any politician that is really going to make changes can't be a career politician. It's like, no, here's the cause I want to change. But if just change is possible, um, but yeah, it, it takes people to, to to go for it to to engage. But, whew. Anyway, I we. Boy, I do feel like I keep keep talking to you, and so that's a great sign. And I think we'll we'll definitely re um, come back to this topic. Um, Absolutely. And until every man has joined this in, so in society, doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you if you're a man that wants to keep society going, I'm not, you have no objection with me. I just I just I hope the best for you because you're going to need it. <laughs> I I don't have kids myself. Uh, but it's got nothing to do with kind of uh, the the trap notion or anything like that. But but yeah. And there are a lot, do you deny that there's a lot of traps for men when it comes to families? Yeah, I I've never thought of them as traps. Mm. Uh, my parents got divorced. Uh, it was a bitter custody battle, but my dad will still talk about how um, best decision, and he's so glad that I'm alive and all that kind of stuff. So. You know, I don't think he was like lying for for decades, but I don't know his situation. But I'm pretty sure he would he would have much rather not have been in that situation where he was in custody battles. Oh sure, yeah, no doubt about that. Right. Yeah. But they were like I don't you know I don't know. He didn't. He didn't like he didn't end up blaming women. He 
you know, dated and got married again. He just, you know. Oh. So. <laughs> better than me. He's better. Than, he's better than me. Cool. So I well, mean, it's. Go ahead. I just, I just do need to wrap this up. Um, okay. But, but yeah, Mu. Uh, again, thanks for for being here. Thanks for for sharing as much as you did. Um, everyone listening, whether this is the first time you've heard of MGTOW, whether you've been a long time um, follower and believer, and whatever degree of anger you have, <laughs> I hope uh, you know this uh, brought you some insight as well too. Um, yeah, and I appreciate uh, yeah, maybe we can all get along one day again, or for the first I, time, depending on who you are. are. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, not, it's, it seems like that. It's um again from some of the from the more boisterous MIG towers, it does seem like it's a a gender war. I agree with that. Yeah, but again, talking to you, realize that that's not what the whole philosophy is about. Right. So that right. that's that I I'll chalk it up as a win. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, again, thank you. Actually, uh, um, how can people check out your videos? How can people find more out about about you? Um, my uh, Twitter is MGTOW underscore universe. Um, you can check out my channel on YouTube. Just do a search for uh, MGTOW universe. Um, I don't think I have a custom URL for YouTube yet. Um, so yeah, just do a search for uh, MGTOW universe. You'll see my logo. It's either in black and white or it's in white and gold. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Cool. So I'll include links uh, wherever you're listening to this. If you come to the blog at realmenfield.org, we'll have links so you can uh, track this down and, and get more information on, on MGTOW and the varying ranges of opinion and outlook that are within that philosophy. And uh, until next time, thanks again, and we'll be in touch. Thank you for listening to Real Men Field. Until next week... Visit realmenfield.org or the Real Men Feel Facebook group and share what you thought of this episode. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel. Reach out to us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Show us some love by visiting realmenfeel.org slash swag or digitaltipjar.com slash realmenfeel. Learn more about Andy Grant at theandygrant.com and Apio Hunter at apiohunter.com.